0: Hello everyone, my name is Niles Higginsolem the Third. In today's episode of The Restory of History's Mysteries, all of the lines will be delivered in iambic pentameter. Here we go! Um, hold on a second. Uh, um, shall I compare thee to a time machine? Thou art rectangular and compartmental. Thou shalt provide thee with th- the... F- thrust to travel the thusly through time twice no thrice and to th- four blast i give up and half of that was alliteration and i absolutely abhor abysmal alliteration anyway why are we here aside from the great sagueness question and the resultant can of worms that might open let's get shakespearean why because that's why we're here of course you dummy have you not been paying attention listeners of course not it's hard to keep up with the magnificent pomposity that is the nihilisticity we're going back in time, listeners, to see the Caesar. The Julius Caesar, to be exact. Why, you may ask? Well, you see, sir, I've been planning to do a visit to ancient Rome for several months now, ever since I got the results of a Facebook quizzical I took, which shows that I am, in the great spectrum of Myers-Briggs personality types, an do Oh, uh, hold on, just a second here. Let's see here. I, I I, guess that's, um... Uh... E-N-T-J. Yes. ENT what you say? ENTJ, I say. Hooray! Truly. In fact, many famous historical figures are ENTJs, but once I made it through the list of historical, noteworthy people, I realized that I had either visited most of them already, or they were quite boring. Until I began to notice a common theme. All of the famous BBC dictators were ENTJs. Margaret Thatcher, Gordon Ramsay, and... Wait for it... Gaius, Pherus, Julius, Arulius, Delano, Caesar. This led me on a quest through countless books literature, making me want to know what made the eponymous dictator tick. We know about his adulthood, but what about Caesar's salad days? And that's not all, dear listeners. Sufficient research has led me to believe that the people arguing on the Wikipedia comments section of Caesar's page may not be wrong. In fact, Shakespeare's original trilogy, Julius Caesar, Rubicon Rising, Julius II, Search and Caesar, and How to Lose a Gaius in Ten Days, along with his follow up, Ides of March, Brutal Justice, may have been edited to shreds by the harsh, tyrannical studio heads of the early 1600s. Has the Shakespeare Cut! I've got my copy of Julius Caesar with me so I can compare and contrast both versions and get to the bottom of this historical, possibly fiction. So join me now as I venture to London in 1599 to seek the truth, justice, and the... um, the freedom of the press, yes that'll fit, for Shakespeare and his faithful, accurate portrayal of old Julia Boy on the restory of History's Mysteries. Now... If your Majesty's golf permit it, a new poem by Sir Edmund Spencer
1: Upon a great adventure he was born, that greatest gloriana to him gave That greatest gloriana queen <laughs>
0: Ah Elizabeth in England Richmond Palace, the Pomp, the majesty, the guards running towards me with pointy weapons in attack position, the disfigured lumpy legs sticking out from under the time machine. No, oh, blast! Another one crushed, just like Jones and Zilquisitor. Hold so
1: then, alarms and executions. <laughs> My investigator, if I has detected a corpse, biz, and a suspect, biz. Gouch! Ouch! And my powers of deduction lead me to conclude that you, sir, have information regarding the instances which have occurred instantly. Now, how about you tell me how this member of the gentry became unpodulated? Ah, well, you see,
0: uh, I I was passing through in my carriage here, and it sort of... uh... What is it that weird things do again? Ah, yes! It it, it, it took a bad turn, and it jumped the curb, through no fault of my own, naturally. It must be the carriage manufacturer's problem, and, um, it, uh, it, well, it fell on him and left him rather dead-ish. Right. I arrest you in the name of the loo. No, no, please. It was an accident. My carriage was out of
1: control. Well, I suppose it was your horse's fault. We'll arrest them instead. Say, where are the horses?
0: Ah, yes, they're horses uh, that dragged my carriage, yes. Where are my horses, where are my horses, Uh, where are my horses, where are my horses, you ask? I shall tell you, they were so bad, uh,
1: so uh, I killed them, and they uh, ran away to, um, hell. Right, that's sorted then. But it's still vehicular manslaughter for you. The penalty for that is death. Hold still.
0: Wait! Oh,
1: come on, please.
0: Uh, well, I I mean, isn't
1: there some sort of
0: alternative?
1: Yeah, there is, but you won't like it.
0: Is it death? No. Then I love it. Let's do that.
1: Not much of a penalty if you love it.
0: Oh... Alright, I think I get it. Um How about... Uh, hold on just a second here. Uh, alright, 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 let's do this. Um Oh dear! It sounds terrible! Worse than death!
1: Please,
0: don't do the mystery
1: punishment! That's more like it. Right, I'm taking you to see... The Queen! <laughs> You clearly haven't seen her before. I'll take you, but you'd better behave, as I'll be wearing earplugs. Come on, then.
0: Listeners, I've smuggled Rex 2.0, my new and improved tape-recording robot, into the Royal Court with me. We are sitting in the court of Quan Elizabeth I at Richmond Palace. My goodness, I've never imagined such pomp and majesty. Dare I say there's enough titled breeding in here to give at least every one of the occupants of this Royal Palace vestigial tales? Hmm. That's interesting. There's a desk in front of the throne and two chairs to the left of it. Shh.
1: Huh. She's about to... Uh,
0: I, excuse me, you there. Is the Quan here? Quan? Yes, the, the Quan, the leader of England. Her face has been on more quans than any other
1: Quan. What? Are you trying to say Queen?
0: That's what I have been saying. Do you... Wait, do you perhaps have a hearing infection? Uh, let me Let me try again. Uh, Quan. No, no, no. Quan. Queen. The Quan's face is printed upon the Quan.
1: Coin. The Queen is on the coin. One of those two.
0: Hey, exactly. Quan. Quan Elizabeth. The one on all the Quans.
1: No, no, no. That's coin now. Try it with me. All the coins. Bear the image of the Queen are in the hands
0: of the Queen And now back from a college tour of Oxford and Cambridge because those are the only two colleges unless you go to Rotten old Catholic Scotland
2: Queen Elizabeth! Thank you, what a crowd, what a crowd. Hey, I gotta tell with you, I recently celebrated 40 years on the throne. 40 40 years years on the throne? throne. Yeah, Yeah, those hemorrhoids hemorrhoids are are killing me.
0: (laughs) Oh dear.
2: Yeah, 40 years as queen, and I'm starting to feel my age. But at my age, I'm happy to get anything (laughs) felt. Yeah, I'm getting old, my eyes are going. My hair is going. My teeth are going. I'm losing everything but my virginity.
0: Oh, this is atrocious! Why didn't the history books talk about this?
2: Everyone knows I'm the Virgin Queen, not for lack like of trying. Raleigh knows what I'm talking about.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> the roses seem mere weeds in your presence, your highness.
2: Hey, Walt! Put a ring on it. I'll fix your rough. I'm just teasing.
0: Her decorum must have been Tudor propaganda. Victoria would never behave like this. She had a good time, but with class.
2: Not that I'm so hot on marriage. My dad, dad split up, up with, with my mom, mom when I was, was really young. And, and when Henry VIII splits up, he, he really splits really up. He split her head from the neck. <laughs> 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 Talk about a severance. You think, think your, your parents', parents divorce, divorce was, messy. was messy. They were mopping up the blood for weeks. <laughs>
0: People have started revolutions over less than this.
2: But it's like two of my stepmothers said, Ack, thud!
0: I don't understand how she stayed on the throne this long, doling out this sort of torture.
2: Hey, you folks are a great crowd. Give yourself a hand. We've got a terrific guest tonight. Just terrific. He's known all around the globe. And by a few folks outside that fire truck at the theatre too. You know his plays about my wonderful ancestors and cowardly, deceitful villainous cousins. He's gonna tell us all about his new work, Julius Caesar, premiering later this year. Actor, writer, director, caterer. He does it all. a nice warm hand for Billy D. Shakespeare.
0: Oh, this is perfect.
2: William, darling, how are you?
3: Liz, I've got fame and family. What more can you want? How about a title?
2: Ha! Oh, Billy, you're so bad.
3: (gasps) Have you
0: been writing writing my reviews? reviews? Oh, he's so witty and elegant.
2: Truly
3: Britain's greatest.
2: So, tell me about this new play, Julius Caesar.
3: Well, as you you know, we've We've been been learning learning more and more more about Rome. Rome. And it turns, it turns out, out the old emperors did them. quite a bit of dirty dealing. No. Yes. Between, Between the, murders the murders and the affairs, it, it was, was like, like Friday, Friday nights, nights back at Christopher, Christopher Marlowe's, Marlowe's house. Oh, Marlowe. Gone One but, but not forgotten. forgotten. As, as much as, as, as we, we try.
2: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> 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 you're truly the Bob of England. <laughs> I, I
3: must, must be, be Mary Queen of Scots, of Scots because, because of you slay me
0: see if we can direct their attention back to the big C's.
2: What about the play? Of all the insolence.
3: Hey, I don't come down to where you work and knock the horse crap out of your shovel. Anyway, getting back to Julie C. Yes, do that! Do you mind, my dear little vagabond? Anyway, Caesar, it turns out, was killed by about a million of his nearest and dearest. No. Can you believe that? Well, maybe you can. Oh, Marlowe. My lady, you can prune my tree anytime you want, if you know what I mean.
2: Oh, Billy, you're so rude.
3: Blast.
0: They're stuck in the rut of dirty verb-my-noun-mad-libs again. I must get them back
3: on track.
2: Get back to Caesar! That heckler's quite a nuisance, isn't he? Please
3: Please make like my my manager's manager's wallet and shut up. (laughs) But if I can be serious for a moment, I just heard as I was coming out that our dear friend, Sir Edmund Spencer, was crushed by some sort of carriage outside. No. Afraid so. They said his killer is in here somewhere. Guards? Is he here? Guards? Guards?
0: Uh, will he ever get back to Julius Caesar? Hey! Hands off the jacket! I paid good money for this about 30 years ago. You can't get this shade of plaid anymore. What? Let go of me?
1: What, what are you doing? Here he is, your highness. Um, oh,
0: okay. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> Hello. Pleasure to meet you. Um... There is the name. uh, uh Habeas Corpum Barrier, to be exact. Uh, the third, by the way. Unfortunate circumstances, I'm afraid. Terribly sorry about the landing on. My God. I landed on Edmund Spencer? Oh. Oh dear. Oh dear, I landed on Spencer. Oh
3: my God. Uh, typical. They start with heckling, and before you know it, they're killing the gentry.
2: Another barrier? God. Why can't we get rid of all of you? Who are you? And why would you murder my beloved Spensy?
0: Another barrier?
1: Right, no more building in narrative red herrings for you. Answer my lady's question.
0: Oh, very well. Uh, You're wondrous, my Quan. Uh, Sir Edmund's death is a tragic accident, Mum. Uh, he's well respected in my time. Uh, bit of a sticky wicket coming into town.
3: A, a sticky, sticky what? Sounds, Sounds delightful. delightful.
2: Shut up! Gee. <laughs> G- You're ruining my flow up here with Bill, and I love a good flow, don't don't I, Walt? (laughs) Ha
0: ha!
2: Yes! So, to use the my English, explain better or I'll kill you. Right.
0: Right, right. Well, you see, I I have a time machine that lets me travel through time, and I, I wanted to talk to Shakespeare. Loved Hamlet, by the way. The bit about him being 30 is hilarious. But between the hoarders dust-clogging the gears and the Hindenburg explosion frying a few wires and those miserable artists using up all the fuel, it just hasn't been working properly lately. And so it sent me to the wrong time and I ended up meeting Daw, and it took us to the age of dinosaurs and then we went to the Yankee Air Force, thought it was the aliens and the steering column is loose and the seat won't even get back into the position how I liked
2: it. And the- I thought the guard told you to stop adding universe-building dialogue for the purpose of serializing these otherwise standalone episodes. Or at least he should've. Sorry, Mom. Get to the part with my Spencey.
0: Oh, I wouldn't have appeared over Spencer if those two beastly artists hadn't drunk up a storm. They used up all my Karnamere, and we got lost in the time stream, and got mixed up with the young Joan of Arc, and she freed France, and then we talked, and she died, and God yelled at me, and it's just been a
3: nightmare! Wait, wait, wait. Magic? A beastly man and a young girl? Lost? This sounds good. Hey, what, what if she, she has, has a great, great big what, rack? What? What are you talking? Rack? She was just a child. Fine, no, no rack. rack. Like, like I'm the, the nut.
2: <laughs> Mister the Third, you could stand to learn from my motto: Wadeo et tacio."
0: Uh, Netflix and burritos to you too, Mom.
2: It means I see and do not speak.
0: Ah. Yes. All right, sorry. We'll be quiet now. My deepest apologies. No more from me starting now. Sorry.
2: Shut up! If your story is to be believed, then you're admitting to aiding Joan of Arc as she pushed England out of France. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're also claiming you caused her death.
0: Oh, I did, Joan. I did. It was terrible.
2: I see. So on one hand, you cost England her victory against our arch-foe. And you, and you killed my Spency. And on the yeah. other... You killed the sainted heroine of France. I mean, technically, you're you're not wrong there, but... I shall repay you accordingly. For your heroic murder of a young girl, this bottle of Carnamere. A bottle of Carnamere? A bottle of Carnamere? I got it back! A miracle! And for the rest, you shall be executed. Wait! My glorious podcast
0: can't come to an end on a chopping block? I, um... I challenge you to a duel.
2: You can't challenge the queen to a duel. Uh, 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 yes, yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Hold on, tough guy. We're not doing argument sketch. It's the wrong room anyway.
0: Blast. Uh, okay. Um. A uh, uh, duel. Uh, right. Absolutely. A duel. Uh, a duel of um wits of comedy. You want everyone to get married? Shut up! I shall best you, Quan Elizabeth, to a duel in the field of.
2: Bardinage. A gag off! A what?
0: Quan?
2: What the hell is a
0: A gag off! The contest of gags and
4: the winner!
2: Oh, got it. I thought it was something else from Marlowe's party. So, what have you got? What school are you? Tumbling? Animal impressions? It's not a court jester type of deal, is it? I killed my last one.
0: Madam Queen, I am from the school of hard knocks. My comedy is tough and it crass, and it mostly caters to anxious single folks in the late 20s and early 30s. For I am Nile Higgins Dice Clay Barrier Third, Notorious Blue
2: Comic. Stop that. Put, Put those down. down. What? What, what do you mean blue? blue? If anything you've garbled on all the dyes the, the working, working class can afford, afford and, and it's, it's not, not working. working. Yuck. Yuck. All right, right Barrier. You're on. First person to make Raleigh do a spit-take win.
0: I accept. If I win, I go free. If you win, I surrender my life to you. Ugh,
2: who wants that?
0: All oh, right. fine, 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 fine. Uh, I surrender my... Uh, why not? You can have my time machine. It, uh, it, uh, it needs new horses, sure. Uh, they died and went to hell, by the way. Very tragic. I can almost hear them now.
2: We're in hell. Shame. Many horses do
0: that these days. Agreed. Catherine the Great loved them. All right. A dose of liquid courage. And it's off to the comedy races.
2: The races, as it were. That's your start? A pun? I knew a lady like you, Niles. About yay tall. Heavier than a thirty-gun man-o-war. And Queen of Scotland. Until she had a tragic accident with an axe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, seems I've heard that one before, Madame Quan. Are all of your punchlines about cutting heads off? They should call you Bog 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 because you repeat.
2: You'd know all about bogs. You grew up in one. Smell like one too.
0: Now with your red wig and your white makeup, you must do shopping with Pennywise the Clown. Who
4: is that? I've never heard
0: of Pennywise.
2: Pennywise. Pennywise? My clothes cost more than you can count. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, you're, you're more wine, wine drunk than a pound foolish, foolish and you dress just like, like you passed out in one of Bill's costume trunks.
0: Excuse There's
2: no excuse for you, you narrated exposition-dripping wino. Your stories are so laden with contradictions. It's like Bill here wrote them.
0: Oh! Okay, okay, I'll give you that. My past travels have been a bit piecemeal, but they're not nearly as slapdash as that paint job on your face. Your plaster is crackling, Mum. You might want to speckle yourself up. Oh.
2: Oh, so we're going with faces now. At least least I have have a sensible sensible canvas canvas to work work with. I've (laughs) seen better heads than yours in the Tower of London. They were put there there by William the Conqueror.
0: Okay, you got me there, you got me there, I have to give you that. What can I say, Elizabeth? You certainly got me there. I guess I'll have to admit that I can't beat the comedic wits of a park lead paint-wearing Ronald McDonald wing-wearing Swiss cheese tooth head
2: pikey.
3: <laughs> a spit. A very
2: palpable spit. Fucking bitch. Enough! Off with
3: his head! Kill him! I can't take it anymore. Get my father's fourth sharpest axe. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You made a deal, Elizabeth. You wouldn't want anyone to think you're one of those back-dealing yorks now, would you?
2: All right. All right. Fine. But somebody needs to get him out of my throne room before I behead him. Two more and I get a free one. All right.
3: My most esteemed royalty. I'll get him out of
2: here. Great fun. Good. Yes, Get yes, him good. out of here. Horribly and he'll come back. Yes. And if I ever oh, see his face oh, in the oh, fort again, will come, come up with even I'll ways to kill Quinkly, him Quinkly. off. Quinkly. And I've got a great Quinkly. imagination. Why, well, this one time, I killed a guy is so bad his bones actually been fighting his body. Great ancient Egyptian technique, by the way. He poured equal evil pot sand and turkey with a bit of stiff alcohol and the bones just turned into the jelly. It was so gross. And it fed some of the locals. In fact, okay, that was pretty oh.
3: good. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't stop giggling. At her. Oh, so and you're right, she's, uh. she's kind of the worst. Isn't she, though? I, I thought visiting ancient royalty would be an experience, but n- not like that! Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Liz sucks, but, uh, hey, patronage is patronage. You should have seen the hatchet job she had me do on Richard III. Tudors, am I right?
0: Tudors, indeed. Mine always got sick of me once I started monologuing.
3: Yeah, I can see that. So, uh, what's your deal? I haven't seen you around the court. Are you new? Well, I am. I, I've tried to make it a rule uh, not to give away
0: too terribly much of my backstory, seeing as uh, it has gotten me into considerable trouble before. Uh, let's just say that mum's the word.
1: Mum's
0: the the be-all and end-all thesis of my story all all. is that I routinely visit famous historical folks but up until recently due to several mistakes none of my own mind you many of these visits have essentially become foregone conclusions but uh, that's neither here nor there. No there That's good. one almost drank me out of house and home and uh, I thought I'd have to send him packing this is good Unfortunately, though, uh, for many of the folks that I visit, the end of my travels with them leaves me vanishing into thin vanishing air. into... Yes, indeed.
3: It. Go on, go on. This is, this is gold.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Yes, vanishing into thin air, before I even get a chance to say goodbye. It often pains me to leave so abruptly. You know what they say parting is such sweet sorrow. Now
3: wait, that one's mine.
0: Especially when you're holding an audience with such historical figures as the, uh, Beast with Two Backs, or the Green-Eyed Monster of Loch Haggis.
3: What? So, Niles, this is what I'm thinking. We get you over to the globe. You run some lines with me. Maybe you help me workshop Julie C. a little bit. You've been rehearsing it in Finchley, and I think it could use a guy like you. I would be delighted, honored, to
0: work with the great William Shakespeare, to be Niles, working with Shakespeare, or not to be. Whether it is nobler in the mind to alter the course of history by affecting the literati's writing style, or to suffer the shoots and ladders of temporal displacement.
3: Ugh, stop, stop, stop. Ugh, that's awful. All right, I'll let you in the troop, but try to talk normal, all right?
0: Twas be a pleasure, gadzooks!
3: That's better. Oh, by the way, you do drag? I, uh, yes? Good. Be here tomorrow. We start early, so get here by the crack of noon, and bring two frocks and a big pair of sandbags. you gotta gonna need them.
0: Listeners, my most esteemed beautiful listeners, I'm here at, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, the Globe Theatre, as it was pronounced in the Quan's English, at 11.58am, in drag, and nailing it by the way, beard and all, William Shakespeare, oh again butterflies in the old tum-tum, has asked me to assist him with his draft of Julius Caesar. I am almost beside myself with excitement.
3: Hey, lady, you seen a short, fat guy with a martini glass around?
0: Aha! My drag has worked! And it is I, good Mr. Shakespeare, Niles Dressing crossum Dragonair III, decked out in the latest of men disguising themselves as women for a play fashion.
3: Well, you certainly nailed the sandbag part. I don't know about the beard. We'll have to workshop. Come on inside. We've got a lot to rehearse. Henry? Ah, oh, Henry! The purple looks great on those curtains. Keep those in the back for when Elizabeth drops by.
0: Thank you so much, bluster Shakespeare.
3: Alden, the haircut looks fantastic. Very Greco-Roman. Perfect for this week. Thank you, sir. James, I thought I told you. No more prunes on the catering table. We don't want a repeat of a Midsummer's Night's runs, do we? Listeners, we are here. In the globe. My it's 15
0: 99 we are at the living, we are beating heart of a Shakespeare play. I can barely contain myself.
3: All right, everybody, gather round. Gather round. This is Niles Higginsbottom Barrier Third. He's going to be helping me a bit with stage direction, as well as beefing up the script. Also, he'll be playing the Princess Caesar Rescues.
0: Ah, so that's why you had me don this marvelous floral pattern. Yep.
3: These idiots are suckers for a guy in a dress. So, everyone, we're doing Julius Caesar Part 2 today, so we'll take it from Act 1. Okay, Niles, you're going to be over there. I've had the crew paint your marks on the stage. Just look for the polka dot pink X's. That's you. Alright, uh, did they paint every dot, uh... You can see here, this is where you'll start. Caesar will give this long exposition about how he was trying to get to the front lines of Rome to get some Roman numeral converters, and then English stormtroopers killed his parents, and that forced him to ask Gaius Marius, a seasoned veteran of the Rome Wars, for help, blah blah blah. There's a lot of exposition in between, but basically, you're the princess of Athens. And your home city's been blown up. And when Caesar meets up with you and says, "I'm Julius Caesar. I'm here to rescue you," that's when you move to Mark II over here, and you stay there until Julius Caesar and his werewolf and Lucius Sola and General Gaius and two droids board the Millennium Chariot. And it's a great big naval vessel. And it's wait, 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 Bill. It's William. Yes. This play sounds awfully familiar. Well, it should sound familiar. It's a history of Julius Caesar, straight from the history books. All right, so now, for Act 3, you move to that mark over there, where you'll be using flags to communicate with the Roman fleet as they prepare to attack the Death Sphere, a tremendous floating battle station constructed by the Spanish Armada, when a dark knight of the Order comes and okay wait 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 this, this is all wrong bill William Bill! bill bill, bill William bill. why do you keep interrupting me? where where um may I ask you you said
0: you said this was all based off of historical texts did you not I did indeed and
3: um may I see them fine fine everyone take five. No plums. You want to see my historical text, do you? Don't trust my narrative roots, do you? Well, here. Straight from the Queen's personal library. There's no way that could be inaccurate. You got this from the Quan? Pardon? The the Quan? The the
0: Quan of England? Quan Elizabeth? You mean... Queen. Oh, no, not you, too. The Quan. The Quan of England. They minted all the Quans to look like the Quan because she's the Quan and she's famous.
3: Oh, Niles. She's the Queen. Those monetary units are coins. And it's Elizabeth II who has her face on all the money.
0: That can't be right. Well, Quan, Quan, never mind. Uh, would you uh, mind if I had a minute to review the Quan's historical text?
3: Clearly we're not getting any rehearsal done today, So fine, take all the time you like.
0: Listeners, this is the novelization of Star Wars written by Alan Dean Foster and George Lucas with the title Star Wars hastily scratched out in blue ballpoint pen and the words The Complete History of Julius Caesar written above it. And there's... there's... hold on just a second here. Oh, what? Oh my goodness. There's a dedication on the inside. Good gracious sakes alive. It reads, and I quote, My dearest Quan, I appreciate your assistance with all little problem. I hope you won't mind if I offer you this placeholder. My kin will be along shortly to tidy up this mess, I'm sure. But, my love, I took care of that thing for you in Edinburgh. Oh, my love, Yours always, Lyle Handsome Face Barrier,
2: Esquire.
0: Lyle Barrier, here, in this timeline? Blast, the temporal repercussions could be disastrous. Curses! I must begin to unhose now what he has likely hosed. But, um, first. uh, Oh, blast, where's my copy of Julius Caesar? Uh, uh, Where's I put it in the back pocket? Yes, here it is! Alright, let's. Okay, um. All right, this is, uh, uh, I can't believe it. Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. Yes, a complete history of, and we'll just leave the Julius Caesar bit. And, uh, let's see here. Let's just scratch out William Shakespeare as much as possible. And, uh, right. Yes. Viola!
3: Are you done with my historical text yet? I have to return it to the Queen.
0: Actually, yes. Yes, I am. Here you are, good sir. And if you don't mind, I've got to pop out for a minute. Uh, you see, I've got a bad case of...
3: You ate the prunes, didn't you?
0: Yes, let's go with that. I ate too many prunes. Uh, yes, uh, and, and you know what comes next, sure.
3: Woof, do I? One of these days, Niles, we're gonna sit down and I'm gonna tell you the tragic tale of that fall of 1595. When our Oberon ate too many of those things before the matinee, and the town criers called the. P- Niles? Niles Barrier? Niles Higgins Bottom Barrier? Niles Higgins Barrier, the third! Listeners, it would appear that I have
0: some mopping up to do not only will i have to postpone my visit to ancient rome but i will also have to go digging through the timeline to figure out what else has been upset by my mischievous brother i love dear lyle but if there's one thing he's cursed with it's an abundance of charm and a lack of decorum if he's got his hands on the time machine or in fact a time machine of any sort the entire space continuum could be doomed doomed i tell you Fortunately, I was able to quickly and deftly swap out Shakespeare's Lucasfilm Disney ILM-owned text of quote alleged Julius Caesar unquote for a copy of his own play. But I must say, I am more than just a little disturbed that Blasted Lyle has somehow... cavorted through the time stream? Visited the Quan? Heavens knows what he's got up to. Tomfoolery? Hijinks? Shenanigans? The mind reels at the possibilities. It is a barrier's solemn duty to maintain the time stream. Well, that was for most of the time until I came along and bought the thing out from under the family because they squandered their fortune on lotto tickets. But, ah, well, I guess the responsibility bestowed upon me by the mantle of the barrier name would eventually settle its noose around my neck, keel-hauling me through the ripples and eddies of time for the good of, uh, something. I must go, listeners. You may certainly come along. We shall start in Edinburgh, Scotland, I guess, and look for clues, a task for which I am perfectly suited. On we go, onward, to things that have already happened, again!
4: Tonight's episode of the Restory of History's Mysteries was written, produced, edited, and fully catered. Um, and everything else that was involved in making the thing come to fruition by Dan Grubb, Sarah Seeds, and Aaron Fletcher-Smith. Um, Sarah is, uh, our recurring guest on the show, and we always appreciate her dropping by. Uh, Sarah has a variety of awesome, uh, side projects going on. Check out Quick Plan on Facebook, and Write in the D with Dr. Seeds on, uh, Amazon Prime now. Um... Keep an eye out for uh, a podcast that uh, may uh, be coming from Dan and I. We've recorded the raw audio for it called the Dan and Aaron like which is uh, Dan and I basically talking about things that we like. So if uh, you like this version of my voice as opposed to the Niles version of my voice, then uh, tune in. Trust me, um, once we get a finished product, we'll pretty much blast it on every bit of social media that we have. Um, Hope you enjoyed the show. I think we only have about two episodes left until we wrap up season one. Um, and I should stop talking now. Uh, go check out Sarah's stuff and uh, keep her eyes open for uh, Dan and um, more stuff from Dan and I. Oh, and uh, go Google Dan's uh, uh, previous podcast, Bunkum, which is funny as all get out. And I love it, and it makes me giggle my little tuck us off. Anyway, this is Aaron, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, so I'm going to stop recording now. Thanks for listening, everybody.